0: Welcome to our next HaKel podcast, number 11, labeled Classic Take, where we will take a fundamental concept of Mashiach and try to get more familiar with it. How will jealousy disappear? One of the things that we know that the Rambam himself, one of the details that he includes regarding the days of Mashiach, which are the defining hallmark of the future times, is he says, at that time there won't be any hunger and War, there won't be any competition, jealousy, because good things will be given in abundance. And the whole, all delicacies, all things that give a person pleasure will be as plentiful, as, as available as the dust. So Rambam is explaining one of the way how he describes the days of Mashiach the hallmark of that day Rambam doesn't mention so clearly regarding open miracles and supernatural events but uh, even according to Rambam the most fundamental description of the future times is that there won't be any jealousy there won't be any animosity the whole world won't be fighting with each other will be living in peace with each other and they will all be serving Hashem So there's We know that, in general, the idea of peace and unity that will reign in the future is one of the fundamental prophecies of the future. There will be peace in the world, and there's many, many aspects of it, many dimensions and explanations. I want to zoom in focus on one particular aspect, which is the fact that there won't be any kina v'tachros, jealousy and competition. Um, Now, let's just understand, we know that, as human beings, it's very normal that we are jealous of what other people have, this is a very natural instinct that human beings have. We actually find when Moshe Rabbeinu received the Torah and he's arguing with the angels, explaining to them that they don't need the Torah. So he explains to them, you know, he says, uh, look at the Aseris Adibris, the Ten Commandments, is all talking about, you know, things that only relate to, to human beings. You know, there's not to worship idols, obviously. He says, tells the angels, do you worship idols. It says, keep Shabbos. You do work six days a week, you would have to keep Shabbos you know, um, so he speaks about honoring parents, do, do the angels have parents, it says not to kill, not to steal, right, so he says you have jealousy, is the jealousy amongst you, is there a hara amongst you, is there evil inclination amongst you, right, the Torah is telling us not to steal, not to kill, like not to desire what other people have, we're obviously talking, the Torah was meant for human beings which have these basic, character traits of jealousy and you know that could lead them to steal to want to take what other people have and a trait is given to help us refine our character and to improve ourselves and to overcome these temptations so je- jealousy is a very um normal thing so to say when mashiach will come jealousy won't exist so why won't it exist so the truth is there are a number of uh, of, of details of it is a number of dimensions We'll start with the Rambam, which is the one I've mentioned first. And Rambam explains that when Moshiach will come, there won't be any hunger, there won't be any war. Now, one of the things that leads usually to war, the people fighting, is that there's jealousy, there's animosity. People think that someone has something that belongs to me, or I want to grab territory that belongs to someone else, whatever you know, or any other circumstance between friends, siblings, and so on and so forth. So, Dramam is explaining that in order, part of the understanding that there won't be war, there'll be peace in the world, is that there won't, uh, there won't be any jealousy. Why won't there be jealousy? So, Dramam gives a very simple explanation. He says, Everyone will have enough, there'll be plenty. The idea of jealousy means that I have something that you don't have. When everything is available for everyone, there's no reason to fight. There's no animosity that's generated. There's nothing to be jealous of if I have whatever, whatever you have as well. So, there won't be any jealousy. There won't be room for war. Right? I mean, wars could be explained, many different causes of wars, but on a basic physical level... Wars are start because of animosity. You know, one nation wants more territory or whatever it is. They, they feel the other country took away something from them. When Moshiach will come, everyone will have whatever they need. There won't be this feeling of lack, of needing what someone else has. There won't be jealousy. There won't be wars. The same thing as people fighting with each other. There won't be a reason for people to fight with each other. But the Rambam also adds the words Ma ka'afar that all delicacies will be as plentiful as the dust. And the Rebbe explains, I mean, very there are a number of explanations of what this actually means. Very simply, it means that everything. The word metsuyin, which means available, found, means that since since everything, all delicacies will be so available, so. You know, there'll be people won't even have a desire. You know, like things are. It's not like you know. There's, you know, only a few items of this, and you know, something which is as available as the dust. So people don't even have a desire for it anymore. You know, something you can get for free. Something which is plentiful. You know, just take for granted you have it. You don't. You don't care about the fact that somebody else has it. Doesn't have it. So. That is a simple meaning of v'chol ma'adana and suin that will be available as plentiful as the dust. But it, there's a deeper meaning over here that the Rebbe adds, which is that Rambam is also saying that v'chol kafir, it, in our eyes, we will view delicacies, we will view luxury as earth, as something not important. And therefore, we won't desire what other people have. In other words, there's a very simple physical reason why they won't be jealousy because everyone will have whatever some whatever other people have we will all be on the same boat but furthermore sometimes it's not enough because sometimes you know i i think maybe the other person has something that i don't have maybe i'm unaware of some special type of thing that maybe somebody else does have But when somebody's whole focus is is, he doesn't care about physical needs, physical delicacies, physical pleasures, so automatically there's no room for jealousy, for competition. That's, you know, I have whatever is out there and, and I'm not thinking too much about, in general, about enjoying physical luxury, so what do I care that, and try to think that maybe there's somebody else that you know surpassed me, has a better house than me, has a better car than me. If I, you know, I have a nice house, I have a nice car, and besides that, I don't even care about my what, what my house and car look like. So I'm obviously not going to be jealous or try to think of reasons to be jealous of what someone else has. So the Rebbe says, Ramam is trying to say it's not just enough that everything will be plentiful, because some people, you know, even if they have a lot, there's always you know this little voice inside of them that says maybe somebody else has more, in order to really eradicate jealousy altogether, to root it out from its core, there has to be a deeper point. It's not just that everyone has everything, but that people don't care about physical luxury, about physical pleasure. They view it as dust as something unimportant. And therefore, there's no, no one's going to be jealous or try to think about being jealous or try to think someone else has something that I don't have if I don't care for that thing anyway. Now, this is something which is very important to understand. Why will delicacies be viewed in our eyes as dust? So, there's one simple explanation you could say, and very, you know, we call it very, very basic, which you could say, you know, when something is so plentiful, so you lose your desire of running after it. You know, if everyone has the, the nicest cars in town, there's trucks being pulled out and giving, giving each person three or four of them, so you're not going to start thinking about... You know, uh, you, you, you lose your appetite for it. It's, it's it's there. It's 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 not something you look forward to anymore. It's as plentiful as the dust. Something that you have so readily available, you lose interest in it. It's mitsuyin kafar. It's as since it's as available as the dust. So you know you don't focus on it anymore. But that's you know very doesn't really go too deep. But the Rebbe says the reason why i will be in our eyes as the dust is because. The whole world will be filled with the knowledge of Hashem. When people are filled with the knowledge of Hashem, they realize that there's something really important in life, then they don't run after physical physical luxury. Physical luxury and, and jealousy and competition is all based because a person thinks that this is important. And, you know, my pride, my ego, or my success in life is... is uh, is proven by the fact that i have the most beautiful house the most beautiful car or whatever else that's out there but when i realize it is a higher goal in life and i don't and, and I, I become very strongly aware of that then i really don't care less about everything else other things don't define who i am what i am i don't run after them anymore i'm obviously not going to be jealous or think of maybe somebody else has more of that so according to the rabbi one a deeper insight in the Rambam's words that all delicacies will be as found as dust, which Rambam explains to mean that they'll be viewed as dust, is because Rambam goes on to explain how the whole world, the whole sole occupation of the world will be, will, of the world will be to be aware of Hashem. So there won't be people won't care about physicality anymore, and therefore they will um, there won't be any room for jealousy. Jealousy comes from ego, from from you know, I want this because you know, it makes me feel better that I have this and you don't have it. You know, this is something that I feel is important. And I want to have it. Moshiach will come and realize what's really important is Hashem, and everything else will become meaningless. So this is in the Rambam's words in uh, in in um, in in Hilchas Mulachim, where he explains why there won't be any animosity, any jealousy, and in the competition. How the Rebbe explains it now. The, the Rebbe goes a little deeper, and this is a, a very f- fundamental point as well. The Rebbe says that all of the above seemingly only explains why there won't be any jealousy or competition regarding physical items. What about spiritual items? What about learning Torah? What about, you know, we find in this apostle Kina say from Taber Chochmah that jealousy of scribes increases wisdom there's such a thing of so quote-unquote a a good jealousy or a jealousy that could be used out for good things that people you know are jealous of righteous sadikim of righteous people they want to emulate them there is so to say you know whether it's completely positive or not but there is such a concept of jealousy that's used out in a good way so what about spiritual jealousy well that also be gone when Moshiach will come. Will that also, ex- will, will that exist when Moshiach will come or not? Seemingly, when in a time when the whole world will be filled with the knowledge of Hashem as water covers the sea, so yeah, we wouldn't care about physical things, but maybe I'll be jealous if there's someone that knows more Torah than me. Maybe I'll be jealous if there's someone that's a greater prophet than me. And maybe there's nothing wrong with that jealousy. That jealousy, if it's, channeled in the right way would just propel me to grow higher to try to increase my spiritual level my spiritual heights i should be able to match up with that other person so the Rebbe discussed this in tashe mem the Rebbe spoke about it a few times and it seems that the Rebbe's final uh, understanding is that even jealousy on holy things for holy things won't exist why not so here is where the real punch line comes in the Rebbe says as long as i am an entity i feel my own existence even if my existence is a holy existence but it's my existence so someone else has something that i don't have so i'm going to want to have it but the moment that i lose my sense of self it's not about me anymore it's just about hashem at that point if it's I my personal existence is not about me anymore. It's not about my personal achievement. So at that point, there is if my existence, so to say, merges with the divine, at that point, all I feel is Zabishta. So my existence, so to say, goes in the shadows. I'm now one with Hashem. It's just about Hashem. There's no reason to be jealous of someone else i'm not feeling my my existence anymore so the ultimate level of spiritual awareness in the future won't just it's not just going to be that we will be aware of spiritual existence of the abish there. the whole world will be focused on the eibishter we won't focus on physical needs we won't be jealous of each other We won't fight on each other for i want this you want that on physical items but even spiritual items, the ultimate level of not knowing Hashem means that knowing Hashem, Deus Hashem, becoming one with Hashem, knowing Hashem, das, as says, the word das, knowledge, means to become one with. And as the Rambam brings the Pasuk, that the knowledge of Hashem will fill the world like water covers the sea. Which means, as the Rebbe explains that the, the, ocean bed becomes nullified becomes loses its self entity it just becomes completely covered becomes submerged transformed into a sea similarly the existence of the jewish people and the world at large will become so submerged in the divine so submerged in spirituality that we won't feel that it's about us. It's not going to be. Oh, I achieved. I became connected to the Eibusher. I understand. It's about you. Experience. You're becoming one with the divine. I'm losing my sense of self. I'm losing my sense of self. I'm not jealous of you. I'm not uh, trying to outdo you. I'm not trying to, you know, measure myself with you. I'm one You know that it's, 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 it's my own sense of self is gone. It's just the Eibusher. So this is the most profound reason of why they won't be jealousy even in spiritual matters as well the Rebbe explains this if you want to put this in a little bit different terms the Rebbe says that when it comes to knowledge right we know that when Moshiach will come the world will be filled with the with the knowledge of Hashem as water covers the sea knowledge is something which which from one hand when people are involved in pursuit of wisdom so they they're not interested in physical things anymore Right, the true Chachamim, the true people, even though by the Goyim that were interested in, in, in wisdom, they left behind all physical pleasures, all physical needs and just devoted themselves to wisdom. But in wisdom usually what happens is when someone has, you know, really learned something and he becomes connected with a certain idea of wisdom, so he's going to disagree very strongly if he with someone which he feels is getting that wisdom wrong. Right? Wisdom, from one obviously wisdom is a source of peace in the sense of when it comes to physical matters when people are all involved in wisdom they're not going to argue about physical matters but in spiritual matters on the contrary there could be competition because we're so involved in 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 wisdom understanding Hashem ah, I understand this way you understand that way so just saying that the world will be filled with the knowledge of Hashem doesn't necessarily exclude the fact that there might be some arguments you know holy arguments within the knowledge of Hashem itself there could be you no know, I understand this way you understand this way you know wisdom if the wisdom is connected with my understanding then there's differences of understanding so they created it that there could be room for arguments or spiritual arguments you know in a very nice and friendly way but there's still arguments we're not completely uh there's no peace at that level of of spiritual wisdom the Rebbe says this is the this is the ultimate. The the the, ultimate, this, the, 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 the Rabbi says the reason why the pasuk adds the words yom not just the world will be filled with the knowledge of Hashem. We find that people that are very smart and very into their wisdom, they could very strongly argue, when, or, you know, when, to someone that disagrees with them. But the pasuk adds that will be the world will be filled with knowledge of Hashem, like water covers the sea. Like water covers the sea means that the wisdom that we will understand will will nullify our sense of self. It will be like water that covers the sea. It's not going to be that I contain the water. I understand the wisdom. The water will completely surround us, will become submerged in the water. That type of wisdom is a different type of wisdom. It's I lose myself in the wisdom. It's not about me. I understand this way. You understand that way. We argue. At this point, we are submerged in the knowledge of Hashem, and we lose our entity, our understanding, our chokhmahs, in a way of bittles, in a way that the more I understand, the more I lose my sense of self. The more I become submerged in the idea itself and I feel less myself, it's about the idea, it's about the ebishter, so then, obviously, that type of understanding doesn't lead room to fights. On the contrary, it leads room to ultimate peace. So this is the way the Rebbe explains in the Rambam, Which is all hinted and alluded to in the different words of the Ramam that Ramam uses in this halacha, explaining why there won't be jealousy when Moshiach will come. Um, There are other explanations in other sources. I'll mention them, mention one explanation, interesting explanation. There's a medrash that says that when Moshiach will come, the Pasak says, I will give you a new heart. Chodesh, I will give you a heart of flesh. And the Medrash that says that Bosar means boiser, which basically means that a person will despise or not be interested in what someone else has. And the Medrash explained that the way Davis the created the world, the created the world that each each person finds favor with what he has. It says that for example, that the people that live in a certain place... So, you know, okay, obviously a lot of times there's people that are unhappy with their surroundings and they leave, but the Eber made that a lot of people that live in a place, is a certain thing that... There's a certain grace that place has on the people that live there. That's why some people live in a place, somebody says, you live there? How's it possible for you to live there? And that person is happy where he lives. Eibusher made it that when somebody has something, mother, same things as a woman finds grace in her husband's eyes. Maybe some other people won't find this woman so graceful, but her husband finds her very graceful. are made that the things that belong to a person, a person has a certain appreciation for them, even though other people might not have it. So the the mafreshim explained that when Mashiach will come, each person will realize that what he has that's the best thing for him he will he, he, when he will realize when Moshiach comes and we usually when we're egoistic when we are you know self-centered so we're not happy with what we have we don't appreciate what we have and we want we say um oh, that other person has something else let me have what that other person has maybe the grass is greener on the other side maybe what the other person has is better than me when Moshiach will come our ego will as we mentioned before we won't be so strong. We will have a sense of bitter, we'll have a heart of flesh. Flesh meaning, you know, there's, there's the opposite of a heart of stone. It's the opposite of being tough. Flesh means somebody that is flexible, that is soft, that is, doesn't feel so strongly in his own self. We'll have a heart of flesh, so we will, first of all, we won't, you know, care about the fact that somebody else might have something that... I might not have and furthermore we will come to appreciate that what we have is really what we're supposed to have and in this vein it's explained, some of some Sephardim as as explained that we find that by angels there's no jealousy as I mentioned before, why is there no jealousy? Because each one realizes this is my avodah. The Malach Mochal knows that he's supposed to serve the Abishar with love. Is he jealous? that Malach Avriel serves the Abishar with fear. No, because he knows this is his shayda. His his cre- he was created with love. This is his his goal. This is his mission. Malach Avriel has another mission. When people have that awareness, we won't desire what other people have, whether it's physically or spiritually. So this is another. Aspect which we could already start, I mean, everything we said before, the is the episode already in these days, we could already start living in this way of not having jealousy and animosity and on the above explanations. Maybe we're not living yet in the time where everyone has everything, but at least the spiritual explanations, the deeper explanations that through pursuing spiritual means and through learning it in a way of Bittel, it's not about my understanding, it's about becoming one with Hashem. So I don't become jealous of someone else that he might have accomplished more than me. Similarly, if I appreciate that what I have is given to me because that's what's good for me and Abishin knows that this is the best thing that I could get and I'm not going to gain anything by having what belongs to someone else. These understandings could help us live with this way now, and we should merit the time when jealousy and war, fear, and all negative things will be eradicated from the world completely with the coming of Mashiach. Now, Plastic Take is produced by Todaalz Podcast Productions, producers of the Daily Boost, the Weekly Forbryggen, Power for bringing and Mashiach Mindset Audio, available on all podcast platforms.